0: This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 773. Native Mornay says IELTS is not just an English test. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English with your hosts, Former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, with hundreds of band seven, eight, and nine success stories, our strategies are the smartest in the IELTS world. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com/slash-my-score. Today you'll meet Mornay, a three-key student from South Africa. Learn why he got a six on IELTS writing the first time and get his tips for writing a winning IELTS essay. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. Energy listeners, welcome to the podcast. Um, We are talking to another South African today. Guys, if you didn't hear our past episode with Andrea, I will link to that in the blog. So definitely come back to our website for this episode. So without further ado, Mornay, welcome to the show.
1: Uh, Hi, Jessica. Thank you very much. It's great to be here.
0: And Mornay is here because he won this month's Writing Wizard contest. Your essay was incredible, like almost perfect. I mean, it was amazing. So our listeners can tell, will be able to tell, that you're pretty much a native speaker of English. So can you tell us why you are taking IELTS?
1: Uh, yeah, I'm taking uh, IELTS the same reason as many of the other students Off for C- Canadian uh, Express Entity Immigration. So I need that uh, 8 and 777. And yeah, I just need that writing score to go up.
0: <laughs> All right. Yeah. So let's talk about this. Let's talk about your journey to like making this decision to try and get some help. So you took IELTS before, right?
1: Yes. Yes. I took IELTS in June, I think 5th of June or something.
0: Okay, and what were your scores at that time?
1: I got a nine for listening, a nine for reading, six for writing, and 8.5 for speaking.
0: You, I, I like how you sandwiched that six for writing between the nine and the 8.5, so maybe people would notice, but Morde, we are here to focus on writing. So, okay, let's have a discussion about why... Such a high-level English speaker and writer, obviously, could get a six on writing. Like, what do you think happened?
1: Yeah, I think it's basically just uh, it's a, on my part of underestimating the test. I, I'm I'm checking at the requirements, you know, for all the documentation I have to do. I'm looking at this English test. I'm like, oh, it's just an English test. You know, I've got a university <laughs> degree. I don't have to study for an English test. I speak English almost every day, Uh Yeah. So, yeah, it's basically just underestimating and studying for two weeks before the test.
0: (laughs) Yeah, okay. So, it doesn't matter, like, what ability you have in English. If you are looking at the IELTS exam as just an English test, I love that that, like, that is the quote of the day today, Mornay. (laughs) IELTS is not just an English test because it's not. I mean, okay, let's just take task one, for example. So, Morne, you're going for um, the Canadian immigration, you're taking the general exam, and you have to write a letter for task one. Now, how often in real life do you write letters?
1: I don't think I've ever sealed an envelope before, sir. So. <laughs> 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 Probably never. Exactly.
0: I know, like that. This it's not a thing we do. This is something you have to prepare for. So, can you tell us, like, what is the contrast here? How did you do? How did you approach task one on your original exam? And what have you learned to do now?
1: So basically, I think I've, back then, I like people say, oh, I just watch a video on YouTube or something. And I think I just saw one, and I remember a quote of someone saying. Yeah, it's 150 words. You only need one paragraph. That's that's it. So that's Whoa. what I did. I mean, I did have oh a, like a, like I did have introduction. I did have uh, like you know uh, like a, a salutation at the end and all that. But the main body was like it was basically say ten words at the beginning. Then it was a 140 word paragraph and then a salutation.
0: Oh, good Lord. Okay. So I don't know where you saw that advice. Oh, man. This is what I don't understand. Like how someone could have the wrong information about IELTS, but take it – so far as to make a video about the wrong information and like broadcast this to the world. That's is—that's insane to me. So guys, let's clear this up right now. Task one. Yeah, for sure. Like you were correct with that first part. We need an opening and a closing, right? So in the course, we tell you like one sentence opening, one sentence closing, because all the the remainder of those words have to be about the bullet points. So how have you learn to organize the letter differently
1: now yes yeah, so I've got my like I haven't even gone into details on my letter I didn't go like into that much specific details on the bullet points and that's what I'm focusing on heavily now like just drilling down on those bullet points and adding you know I didn't like normally I wouldn't add like a date or a time I just say tomorrow yeah. maybe or something just general and now I'm really like, like naming places and everything perfect
0: yes awesome okay so this is a difficult process though to like learn how to completely like invent all of this information was that hard for you to try and like put your head in that space to come up with all these like fake details
1: uh I don't really have trouble with the brainstorming but uh, like I I just like surface almost surface brainstorm. usually I just thought about something and my writing was very general not
0: Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, got it. And from our conversation before we started recording, it sounds like that was the same problem in task two, right?
1: Yes, yes. my examples. Everything was very, very general. I, I wouldn't like go into space, like say my friend or name someone. Or I just say, yeah. Uh, for example, uh, people should do this or you know, not, not like very detailed. Okay.
0: For sure, for sure. Okay, this is an awesome tip, though. Guys, if you're following the example phrases, like more specifically as an illustration, for example, if you're following those transition phrases with the word people. I think that's a red flag. Just the word people we need to try and take out of our writing, just like all of it. So first of all, we need to think about like who, what people? We're not talking about like every single person in the world. Are you talking about young people? All right. Young people where, right? Like keep going down this rabbit hole until you arrive at like a real group of people that you can name. Like, Students in third grade, for example, <laughs> like try and get as specific as you can after you introduce that example. Because that is, that's one of the things that also really brings down the cohesion coherence score is like if you're using great transition phrases, like more specifically, but then you follow that with a really general example, you're that's like contrasting what the linking word is. Like you're supposed to get specific, like you promised. <laughs> in that phrase. Okay. So specific ideas, that's probably one of the biggest things that you're changing right now. But what about some of the other elements, like providing your opinion, for example, did you show the examiner a strong opinion originally in your first exam?
1: Yeah. So one of the other main things I I learned from the course was definitely throwing your opinion like all over the place, like in three paragraphs, like normally I would only have it in the in the introduction or only in the um, conclusion i never i think i never had my opinion in one of the body paragraphs
0: yeah totally okay so and which is a natural thing again like If you're approaching this and you've spoken English your whole life, you've written essays, you've done all this stuff, it still isn't preparing you for the IELTS exam. So one of the weird things, guys, that the examiner is looking for that your task score depends on for the essay is that you are showing a strong position throughout the essay. And the thing is, like, we don't want to leave that up to interpretation. Like, we don't want to, like, ask the examiner to infer that this is our opinion because that's not. Guaranteed, like you have to be so direct and state, like, this is my position because of this proof I'm going to give you now. Like, it really does have to be that direct, even in the body. Um, okay, awesome. Now, Mornay, when is your next exam?
1: Uh, well, I was supposed to go like on the 14th of September, so that's soon, but then <laughs> the exam we booked out, so now uh, my exam is on okay. the 16th. 5th of October, but it's actually better because I've got more time to practice now.
0: Okay, awesome. Now, we have spoken to a lot of students on the show that have gotten that 7 or higher, seven point five, eight in writing, and they've written like tons of essays. So can you share with us, as a fluent English speaker, how much practice are you planning on doing for writing before your test day?
1: What I'm I'm planning, what I haven't gotten around to, but I've, I've... done like say probably before my first test I did about four or five essays I've done about in the course now I did all of the course essays about say another five but what I what I awesome. want to do is I want to try and like write one essay and a letter every day uh, coming up when, well, I want to finish the writing course first which I did now and then I want mm-hmm. to like just you know take an hour every day like on exam time you know 60 minutes. Um, awesome. And then I want to write the letter and the essay in that time. And then okay. afterwards, just take a, like half an hour to check it myself and, and everything.
0: Okay. That sounds like a lot. That's, uh, I'm, wow. So I, you know, maybe not do one every single day. Probably, I think that might be <laughs> overdoing it. Um, but let's say like four or five a week, you know? Yeah, that's that's um, probably going to
1: be the, the, the number, probably three. <laughs>
0: I think, oh gosh, we just went from seven to three in the course of like five seconds. Um, but I think, I think this is important to note though for other students in, in preparation. Like I think it's important to be realistic in what you're expecting of yourself because if you say like, I'm going to write an essay every day and then you don't end up doing that, then you can sort of get disappointed or like lose motivation. So I think just be very realistic about the time you have. Yeah. And what you're going to do. So, Mornay, let's aim for four essays a week. I think that's a good goal. Um, Mornay, do you have any words of wisdom for our IELTS test takers out there regarding writing? Because IELTS is a weird test. So what might students need to know for their own writing exams?
1: Uh, well, I think everything's line, uh, outlined pretty well in the course in, ter- in terms of like what you have to... <laughs> put in the essay I think that's the most important thing um, and then just some general tips uh, for people also taking the computer-based exam uh, that's yeah. the, that's the one I took for writing and now when I'm practicing there's like on the official IELTS website you can there's a there's a link I can maybe share it to you but there's a link you can go into and it opens a web page that looks exactly like the thing you'll get on test day so it gives you the, like the little box with the word count at the bottom. It it doesn't have like a spell checker. So you can just like type in there and it does a time at the top and everything. So it's like almost like a real exam. So I use that to practice. That's very, very, very helpful.
0: Okay. I love that. Guys, definitely come back to the blog, IELTS.allEarsEnglish.com. This is episode 773. I will link to that computer practice because... If you're doing the computer-based version, guys, you have to practice that format for sure, just like Mornay said, so I will link to that. And as a side note, if you're doing the paper-based version, you should be practicing on IELTS answer sheets as well, so you know what 150 words looks like or 250 words looks like. So I will link to some practice answer sheets for the paper one as well. So this is going to be a jam-packed blog post, guys. (laughs) IELTS.ALLEARSEnglish.com. This is episode 773. And if you want to get into the same clear direct system that Mornay is studying in, get into Three Keys IELTS, guys, and claim your bonus as a podcast listener. Go to AllEarsEnglish.com forward slash basic for the course. Or if you want classes with an expert, go to AllEarsEnglish.com forward slash coach. All right. Mornay, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us today. And best of luck on your next exam.
1: <laughs> Thanks. It was my pleasure.
0: All right, Mornay. Bye.
1: Okay, all right. Bye-bye.
0: Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash myscore.